Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I'm super happy that you are joining me today, and I hope that this episode reaches all of the people who are wanting to start a yoga practice but don't know where to start. Or maybe even if you're not interested in starting a yoga practice, maybe this episode will inspire you to do so. If you've been wanting to start, you don't know where to start, you need a little direction, you need a little inspiration, this episode is for you. Before we hop into today's episode, I do want to make a very exciting announcement. I know a lot of you have been waiting for this update, and that is that I have decided to open my 12-week yoga-inspired self-discovery program, The Yoga Inspired Life, one last time in 2021. It's official. I announced it yesterday on my Instagram, and I am super amped up and inspired and like so ready to connect with a whole new group of humans who are ready to transform, evolve, and expand. If you're not sure what the heck I'm talking about, I've talked about it in a few other podcast episodes, and I also have all of the information up on my website. I will link that in the show notes, or you can head to shaylaquinn.com and click on the menu tab and head to the program page and you will find all of the information there. There is also a wait list that you can sign up for there to receive more information on how to apply to join. Yes, it's application-based. And it's not like you're accepted whether you qualify based on certain things or not. It's just a matter of me making sure that we are in alignment with each other because I don't want to waste your time or money, or energy, and I don't want to waste my time or energy either. And I want to make sure that everyone that participates in the TYIL program gets the best experience ever. So that's why there's an application process. It's not about how many people I can get in and how much money I can make from it. That is not my intention with the program. The program is all about an opportunity for growth, expansion, magic, shifting, connecting. I want it to be powerful. So I'm really excited for this final cycle. And as it stands, it's looking like it's going to begin at the end of October. So that's just at the end of this month. And I think that that's a really powerful time to begin this journey because we begin the journey in 2021. And then our 12-week journey comes to a conclusion in 2022. So you are literally hitting the reset button right before the new year and I cannot think of a more powerful time to go on a journey of self-discovery and and to set yourself up to have a really good year. All the information for that is in the show notes. For now, let's talk about starting a yoga practice. The simple answer to the question of how do I start a yoga practice is to just start. (laughs) There are so many free yoga classes online. I'm sure you could Google yoga studios in your area and find one and just show up to a class. 
Like that is the short, simple answer. I think as humans, we like to overcomplicate things. I say that with peace and love because I am just like that too. I want a map. I want a guide. I want all the steps. I want to know what I need to do. But the short and simple answer is to just start. And there's like really not much more to say on it than that. You can start it at any time. There are no prerequisites. And the best way to start is to just start. However, don't worry, I'm not going to leave you with that. I'm going to give you all of the possible tips and steps that you're going to need to know how to start a yoga practice to hopefully give you some confidence. And I really hope this episode gives you the inspiration that you need to finally start a yoga practice because yoga, my friends, is freaking amazing. There are no side effects of a yoga practice other than it causing, I don't know, optimal health, happiness, patience and countless other physical and mental benefits that truly do help you live your best life. Yoga is so many different things to so many different people, but for me, while on the one hand, yes, it's a physical practice, it's so much more than that. Yoga absolutely changed my life, and that is why I have dedicated my life to sharing it with the world. Because I know that if more people were practicing yoga on and off the mat, the world would be a better place. Yoga was perfected and practiced in India thousands of years ago. And the benefits of practicing yoga, both the asana practice, which is the physical practice, as well as the other seven limbs of yoga, which I've talked about a little bit on this podcast. You'll have to scroll back to some earlier episodes for more yoga philosophy, or you can type in on my blog, Yoga Philosophy in the search bar and you'll find some blog posts there. But the benefits of all of the layers of yoga are truly endless. And the main goal of the physical practice really is to find synchronicity and a rhythm and link the body and the breath to foster a deeper awareness of ourselves. It's about creating and maintaining balance physically and energetically and emotionally, thus creating equanimity and harmony. If perfection existed on our planet, to me, this way of living would be it. Yoga doesn't discriminate. It's for everybody and anybody. There is a style of practice for everyone, no matter your current physical level or mental capacity. All you need is your body and your breath. And that to me is just so powerful. And that's why when people say like, how do I start yoga? I'm like, can you breathe? Do you have your body? Then you can start. Start there. And I think that once you dive into your practice more, you'll understand what I mean by that. If you're confused by that, just you wait. Soon you will see. You'll be like, oh, I get what she was saying. And, you know, if you're coming to yoga just for the physical benefits, you're missing out on a lot of goodness. I think if you can come to your mat and approach this practice with a deeper and more personal intention, the practice will take on an entirely new meaning. So ask yourself why. Why do you want to start a yoga practice? Maybe to deepen self-love and self-appreciation. Side note, I do have a podcast episode on yoga and self-love. Or maybe it's to cultivate inner peace and eradicate anxiety. There is no wrong answer as the reasons for starting yoga should be personal to you. But I want to ensure that your why lights you up at your core. Because your why will keep you motivated in those inevitable moments in your practice where showing up feels really challenging. And that will probably come up. That still comes up for me. And I've been practicing for 13 years. We all have those days. They will come up. But having a clear intention and knowing your why will make those days just a little bit easier. 
And I feel like this kind of goes without saying, but as with all new habits, a learning curve and patience and time and consistency are all required to feel a little bit more established and rooted. I didn't step onto a yoga mat and instantly become a committed yogi. It took days, weeks, months, and years for me to really find my flow. And I actually have a whole blog post about how I started yoga on my blog. I will link that in the show notes. But again, even now, after practicing for nearly 13 years and living and breathing yoga in my life and business, I still am constantly pivoting to find the most aligned flow and routine with yoga on a moment-to-moment basis. But my why keeps me coming back. And you don't have to know your why just yet, but I at least want you to start to think about it. I at least want you to have a deeper intention than just getting flexible or making it a workout. Allow yourself to get curious. When you allow yourself to get curious, that curiosity leads to discovery. And discovery is so incredibly beautiful because when we come into a new situation or a new practice or even a new day on a day-to-day basis with curiosity instead of expectations, we set ourselves up to explore and have an adventure instead of deeming something successful or a failure. Get curious about every step of the process when you're starting a yoga practice. Once you get on the mat, make it your mission to get curious. Ask yourself, how do I feel energetically? What emotions are coming up? How did that pose feel in my body? Am I breathing? If I'm not, can I breathe deeper? Can I let go of the external thoughts and focus on the present moment? On a moment-to-moment basis in your practice, allow yourself to get curious. One of the most amazing things is that we actually know what we need majority of the time but we aren't practitioners of listening. We're not used to listening to the subtle cues or the breath. We're not used to allowing our breath to act as an anchor and a barometer, an anchor into the present moment and a barometer for whether we are making an aligned choice. You know, there's this saying in yoga that you should be able to breathe fluidly in whatever posture you're taking. And why that's important to think about is that if you are moving into more advanced postures before you do, you want to check in with the breath. If you're in wheel pose, which is a back bend, and your breath has stopped, that's a red flag that this isn't working in your body. If you're in wheel pose and your breath is... long and fluid probably an okay place to be you know so allowing your focus to anchor into the breath and then also committing to allowing your breath be the barometer for the choices that you make on your mat I know it's tempting when you take your first class even if it's at home or if it's in a studio to feel frustrated if you can't touch your toes or you think it's too hard or you keep losing your balance the class is moving too fast but all of that is okay and normal That's part of the practice. The practice is not the shapes and poses. The practice is how you feel to, from, and in the shapes and poses. It's how you handle the shapes and poses. It's how committed you are to focusing on the breath no matter what's happening around you. It's about 
losing your balance and not letting that completely throw you off track, right? Choosing to just, ah, okay, and try again. That's the yoga. The yoga isn't about being able to touch your toes. It's not about being able to do a headstand or a handstand or doing anything perfectly. That is not what yoga is about. It's about connecting with your breath and being present. So if you find yourself feeling frustrated or getting caught in a comparison trap or feeling annoyed or whatever it is, just take a deep breath. Can you find compassion for yourself in those moments? Can you notice when stuff like that comes up and choose to redirect your attention on your breath? Okay, I'm not going to get too far into that because I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole. As I usually do when I'm talking about yoga, I'm just a little obsessed if you couldn't tell. Um, okay, look, if, if you're interested in hearing me go on a rant, a very peaceful, gentle rant <laughs> and ramble about yoga in that way, comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know. I'd be happy to share some of my personal yogic wisdom and thoughts and reflections. But for now, let's talk about prepping for your practice. This is just to take all the guesswork out of it for you so that you can just feel prepared to get on your mat. So like I said, there are tons of free yoga classes online. There are lots of different online yoga platforms. I have a slew of free yoga flows on my YouTube channel. I don't have any one particular online yoga platform currently that I would recommend to you other than my own shameless self-promotion. I mean, this is my podcast. But with that being said, there are tons. So explore, try, see what you like, see what you don't like, give each teacher a chance, see what resonates with you. There are so many different styles of yoga. You have to give yourself a chance to find what feels good to you. A common occurrence is that we try a single class with a single teacher who does not resonate with us. And then we decide that yoga is just not for us. But it's not about the yoga. It doesn't mean that you don't like yoga. It just means that you didn't vibe with that teacher or that experience. Trust me, there are many classes that I have taken that I'm like, you know what? I am lucky that I already found yoga in a different way because this class would make me not like yoga. So don't let one single class with one single teacher be the deciding factor of whether you practice or not. There are just as many styles of yoga as there are styles of teachers. Try them all out. There's no good or bad experience. There's just an experience that resonates and one that doesn't. Even the classes that you go to and you're like, yeah, I didn't really like that teacher. That's okay. It wasn't a waste of time. Now you know that that's not a match for you you know? So allow yourself to, again, get curious and explore some different teachers online or in studio. The other thing you need to think about is the kind of yoga that you like to do. I have an entire blog post about some of the most popular styles of yoga because there are a lot. There's yin yoga. There's vinyasa yoga. There's ashtanga yoga. There's Iyengar yoga. There's kundalini yoga. There's restorative yoga. There's prenatal yoga. The list goes on. There's so many. Try out some different styles and see what you like. You got to give teachers a try and styles a try and see what resonates with you. If you vibe with this podcast and you vibe with what I share on my Instagram, then there's a good chance that you will probably resonate with my yoga flows. 
So I will link the playlist to all of my yoga flows on YouTube in the show notes as well. And if you're keen to practice in real life, which I am like that, I like to go to a class. I feel like that's a little bit easier for me. I recommend trying out different teachers and styles and again, find what you resonate with. You can even ask some friends for recommendations, teacher recommendations, studio recommendations. I repeat, try it all to discover what version of yoga and some teachers that you really vibe with to find what really sticks. As I said, to start yoga, really all you need is a willingness to show up, your body, and your breath. That is really all you need. You don't need anything else. A yoga mat would be nice. But again, if you don't have one and you can't afford one or you don't have access to one, you don't need one. However, I will say that having a good yoga mat with really good grip and stickiness literally changed my physical practice. There is nothing worse than sliding around on your yoga mat and like being scared that you're going to accidentally do the splits when you're not intending to. I'm telling you, it's like very distracting. So getting a yoga mat that has good grip is, I think, a game changer. I have linked my favorite yoga mats on the shop page on my website for you. You can shop them there. I know that it seems a little bit pricey, but you have to realize, like for me, I've used the same yoga mat for four or five years. They are high quality. They're going to last you. They're going to help you up-level your practice, and it's a good investment. The other thing that would be great is two yoga blocks. The other thing would be maybe a yoga strap. I don't really use my yoga strap all that much, but if you are feeling like you are light years away from touching your toes, a yoga strap might be nice, but you can also use a towel to substitute. I have linked my favorite yoga blocks, yoga strap, and yoga mats, again, on the shop page of my website, so you can head there for those. The last few little things I'm going to leave you with today are a couple of nuggets of wisdom. The first is to drop the expectations and the need to get flexible or do a certain pose or look like a yogi you've seen on Instagram. Allow yourself to just get curious and explore. Focus on your breath. Move slowly with intention. Focus on the subtleties, your hand firmly pressing down, your breath, your feet rooting down your shoulders relaxing down the back. Get curious. Let that be your intention and goal with starting a practice to simply become more aware. Again, for the love of all things good, please just give it a chance. Please give it a chance. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. If you have any more questions, feel free to leave me a comment on my latest Instagram post or you can send me a DM. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.